You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Garage fam, garage fam, happy Monday morning. Uh, it is June the 28th, uh, and we are coming off of Redemption in Pocono. Uh, Pocono, the Explore the Pocono Mountains, 350. We talked about it all day yesterday. Kyle Bush, the man himself, Kyle fucking Bush did the damn thing in one of the most exciting races I think that we have seen this year in the NASCAR cup series, uh, plenty to talk about plenty to break down. And, uh, and it all starts right now. Uh, this show is brought to you by garage guys, fantasy sports. That's right. We're brought to you by us right now. Uh, go to garage guys, Check out the premium product that we offer. You're going to get uh, drew Dean's chef boy, Dean's rankings and projections. You get my picks, my premium gut boy picks. You get Dale Tanhart's truck bets. The Discord's free. Premium is not. So remember that. Uh, and the Discord, you can get the link to it anytime by hitting me or Dale or Chef up on any social media platform. Don't try to hit me up on Twitter. I am still suspended. Talk a little bit about that as well. Um, because I am, uh, I've been salty about it today. And I'm going to let it go, but uh, I'm going to let it go right here on the show. But yeah, uh, we had an amazing day in betting. The redemption was great after Kyle Larson's flat tire yesterday. I was the only one of us that bet on Kyle Larson yesterday and uh, he should have won that race. It was a tragedy. Uh, it would have been a uh, back-to-back day. Maybe not though. We might've, might've seen Larson do it again if he would have won yesterday and not had to go to a backup. But uh, tons to break down for Pocono, too. Exciting race. Fuel mileage racing. Uh, it's back. So going to go ahead and start off uh, just a little quick uh, preface before we jump in to explore the Pocono Mountains 350. If you're on Twitter and you like Twitter, don't post videos using music because the robot systems will erase you um regardless if you speak over it or not um i have realized after today that i can't worry about it anymore Uh, i've done everything that i think i possibly can do to get uh, my account back it sucks i've had that account since 2009 and uh I am going to go ahead. I'm not going to say that it's a lost cause, that it's over. I'll never get it back. But what I will say is, is that I have created a new account at Garage Guy Chase. But instead of G-U-Y, it is G-I-E. So on Twitter right now, you can follow me at Garage Guy, G-I-E, Chase. Um, And that's where I'll be tweeting from uh, for between now and forever it sucks because there's a ton of people that i've met that i don't have phone numbers for that i might not follow on instagram might not follow on tiktok whatever or or they might not follow me there reach out to me and uh that's where i've accumulated most of uh most of my uh my shit since 2009 so it sucks to kind of get that ripped away from you um 
because you like to show appreciation for other people's shit and their music. And there's just something about taking the clips from the podcast and things like that. Everybody that knows me personally knows that I'm not personally trying to profit off of other people's music and things like that. But Twitter robots, they don't know that. So uh, I've taken as many steps as I possibly can to fix the issue and it's just kind of in their hands. So I'm just going to throw it up at this point. Um, and I'm grateful for the fact that uh, we have a discord and that everyone that fucks with the garage fam heavy is in that discord and uh, grateful that I, you know, still have my Instagram account. So I've got a ton of awesome pictures that I've accumulated over the years on there. Uh, and it's weird because it's like in this society now it's like our, you know, somebody older than, than, you know, millennials or whatever, the uh, Generation X or the boomers probably like, what the hell does it matter that you lost a social media account? Well, unfortunately, in today's time, it's where a lot of our stuff lives. Uh, everything that, that we've accumulated is in the cloud. People don't keep photo albums anymore. Um, you know, people don't keep all their work on, uh, you know, I guess, in uh, on CDs and uh, notebooks and things like that. It's all online. So there's a ton of stuff, uh, that tweets that I, that I loved writing and videos that I made that were specifically on Twitter that are just gone now. And, uh, for right now they're gone. Uh, like I said, who knows a couple months goes by, it might pop up again and I'll be there, but it's not going to keep me down. I'm going to keep moving forward. Cause that's what garage guys do. We, we keep moving forward just like when we lose bets on, uh, on, on Sundays, but was well, not the case today. We did not lose a bet. So part of this is me venting uh, and just telling you guys how I feel. And honestly, to make me feel better, because talking to you guys is a way for me to feel good, uh, as well as hopefully you feel good in return. So just a little raw honesty there. And, uh, and I appreciate you guys for listening and for taking the time to do that because everybody needs somebody to listen to them, right? I think, I think it's safe to say that. Uh, that it's part of the human experience. We, it's good to have people hearing you and it's good to listen to others as well. So, uh, so yeah, so that's that, getting that out of the way. You know where to follow me on Twitter at GarageGuy, G-I-E, Chef Boy's in love with that. He's loving the shit out of it. So uh, new beginnings, new beginnings on Twitter. We're leaving all that other shit behind for right now. We're just going to focus on what we got. And uh, you can follow me at Garage Guy Chase, G-U-I, pretty much everywhere else other than Twitter. So, uh, yeah, enough of that bullshit. Pocono, Sunday. We said it in the preview video. Dale and I both did a quick video after yesterday's race. Yesterday was detrimental because of the flat tire Kyle Larson had watching three units disappear to the moon, just gone forever. That's okay. That was yesterday. Today, completely different story. Um, starting out this race, you know, there was a ton to look at. There was a lot of drivers that went towards the rear and nobody really knew if Kyle Larson was going to be able to just zoom straight up to the front like he's been doing and dominating these races. Obviously, he had a decent race car, but he did not have the race car. 
uh, Kyle Bush was fast, like right from the jump. And, um, I was pretty much logged in to, uh, to the NASCAR media center all day long watching, uh, the lap times and the best speeds. And I was tweeting a lot of that stuff out off of the new account and just getting to really kind of like do that was awesome. Uh, getting to put that information out there and it helped me follow and see how things were moving a lot quicker. So uh, one awesome perk of, uh, of trying to work really hard in the NASCAR world is having access to some of that data. So it's awesome to have, but uh, you know, the starting out of the race, we had our rankings made chef boy did rankings and we killed tier one, uh, one and two, uh, chef had Kyle Bush and Denny Hamlin. Unfortunately, Denny Hamlin uh, ran out of fuel and ended up finishing P14 in this race. And that was really the case to why so many people had rough DFS days in the garage fam and in the discord and uh, the premium garage fam that is subscribed to get that information. So, yeah, it was kind of shitty. Uh, but, you know, that's just that's Pocono. It's a huge strategy race, and it's just notes that we can pack up and take into next season with us now to remember that by. And you never really know how things are going to play out there because of the strategy. And, and like t- days like today, where it all came down to fuel mileage, it had been a while since I'd watched something that exciting. Uh, but Toyota ended up prevailing. All day long, from the jump, Martin Truex Jr. started out pretty strong. And then once stage one was over, it just, he kind of faded and just kind of teetered around the, uh, you know, 15 to 10. So many drivers that we had high hopes for ended up fucking themselves. One in particular, Ross Chastain, a lot of angry people uh, are, uh, are just feeling that vibe strong for Ross Chastain right now. And I understand it. The guy has just been super aggressive and and I get it. He wants to win, but at the same time, it's like, bro, like chill out, dude. Like you, at some point you got to understand, Hey, I got to race my own race. I I can't be trying to just, you know, gun it to the tippy because he ends, he ended up screwing himself over and he screwed up a lot of people that had him in their lineups. I know I was one of them that I played a lot of Ross Chastain. And when I, uh, when I opened up DraftKings after the race, it was not a, not a pretty sight. I, uh, so luckily we had the Kyle Busch bet, the straight bet to win. And looking at here, Ross ended up actually finishing uh, P26 lap down. Uh, Newman was the guy out of Newman and Custer, that was a, a pretty big debate as well. Cole Custer was off the lead lap, finished 24th. Newman finished 22nd. So he ended up beating Custer out over that. I was pretty high up on Custer because he did start dead last. I was thinking, hey, this might be the way. But Eric Jones also got into him a little bit uh, towards the end of the race. And uh, that kind of fucked some things up. Uh, Eric Jones was another guy I, I think that uh, Chef was pretty high on that um, – just it didn't work out he's had great success here with jgr but richard petty motorsports is not jgr and those are some of the differences that you have to weigh in when some of these drivers make different teams but hey any given sunday uh he could do it Uh, speaking of any given sunday uh bubble wallace uh just i'm kind of bouncing all over the place right now with this and we're gonna get to some voicemails too but 
wanted to just go ahead and get it out of the way. Uh, homie did the damn thing today. Top five for 23XI racing. Um, he had the fastest lap at the end of the race. Like he, he was, he, the hammer was down, put it that way. Uh, Bubba really showed what the fuck he could do today. He, their strategy was on point. Um, they had good speed and he was starting inside the top 10. I was one of the people that were like, don't want to touch that. I even in my premium article, sometimes I'd be trolling and I like to have fun with it. And my premium article actually had a picture of MJ. And I was like, I want to bring Michael Jordan energy to Pocono tomorrow. I was like, but don't play Bubba because he'll probably go backwards. Cause I don't like to play Bubba unless he's starting in like, you know, P 20 or are back. Uh, and that's only a certain tracks too. So for him to have this kind of a day was pretty incredible. Uh, and he had the DraftKings car. And that's another awesome thing about it. So maybe the lesson here is if Bubba's racing the DraftKings car, play Bubba on DraftKings. It just it should make sense, but uh it didn't make sense until today. So now there's some proof in the pudding. Uh, but regardless, I would hope that DraftKings would stay on board with Bubba, keep sponsoring him. I'd love to see him as a primary because that car looked pretty fucking great, honestly. Like, you know, the DoorDash car, that's cool. Uh, DraftKings car, way cooler. And the fire suit was dope too. So love to see DraftKings getting into NASCAR, getting on a car, and hope that we see more uh, sports betting and daily fantasy sports companies getting into NASCAR. I know MGM uh, did some stuff with RCR earlier in the year. So just want to kind of keep that ball rolling. Who's next? FanDuel? Who will they get on? We'll see. Probably no one because they should probably be bankrupt because everybody knows DraftKings is where it's at. Um, but yeah, shout out to Bubba there. Kevin Harvick had a huge bounce back today as well. He ended up finishing P4. Um, he was making really good use. You know, him and Rodney Childers were probably talking to God again, uh, as, as I used to say last year. But it seems like he's getting a little bit of a momentum shift now towards this end of the season. And I have already came out and said SHR is done. Leave him alone. I still don't think Kevin is going to win a race anytime soon. However, always nice to see Kevin kind of in the mix right there towards the end. Uh, the strategy, anytime a race comes down to strategy, I'm automatically going to lean towards some of the better crew chiefs in the field. And Rodney Childers is one of those guys that has been in this for a very long time. He understands strategy. He knows strategy. And so I was not shocked at all to see how everything played out with that. When you take raw speed out of the equation, you make it about when you come and how you come and where you go. Uh, they played it perfectly. Uh, Ryan Blaney and Kevin Harvick were the two guys, the first two guys that were actually good to go on fuel when all the pit cycles started towards the end of the race. So uh, cool to see Kevin do that. Ryan Blaney was one of my guys that I had picked. I played a decent amount of him in FanDuel. I mean, on uh, DraftKings and in FanDuel. Um, he ended up finishing P6 right behind Bubba. So, again, great to see Ryan have another decent run. He had a top 10. I thought he could win this thing. 
And he was looking pretty fast there towards the end. Like, you know, I figured if Bush and Hamlin and Byron and all them ran out of gas, which two of them did, uh, that we could have seen Ryan and Harvick battling it out. Uh, but, man, Brad Kay came out of nowhere uh, after getting a splash of fuel and then just gunned it. Ended up finishing P3. That was a huge shocker for me. Like, I did not think that once Brad took his pit, he would be anywhere near the top five again. And lo and behold, Homie just timed it perfectly and got a P3 finish for Team Penske and for that number two car. Um, but going more into the end of the top 10, Alex Bowman uh, finished seventh today. It was pretty dope because he was leading the race at one point, and he was another one of the guys that I had picked on my premium betting card, which I had Kyle Busch, Alex Bowman, and Ryan Blaney. So all three of my guys inside of the top 10 that I had picked to win today, Kyle Busch ended up being the one that did. And not only was it my pick for Kyle Busch, but Chef and Dale also had Kyle Busch. So, and we each had two units on him. So huge day, huge win for the garage fam, because I would hope that when the premium garage fam that bet see that me drew and Dale, all three have one guy that they would follow that and put the money on there. So I know that there's definitely some guys that did some girls did whatever garage fam, garage guys and girls. Okay. We win money. That's what we do. Um, so it was good to, uh, it was good to get back on that horse today. Um, Ryan priest finished P eight and I had a, a solid amount of priests. Uh, I think he started like P 23 today. Uh, he wasn't the heaviest owned in my lineups, but, uh, him coming through with another top 10, I think that's his first top 10 since like the beginning of the season. So, uh, great day for JTG in that category because Ricky fell off quick, uh, towards the end, had some type of issue, and that was pretty much done for the day. Tyler Reddick uh, coming in in P9, uh, and then Joey Logano in P10. Uh, Logano just, I don't know, it's weird, man. Like, he's never really been that strong at Pocono, uh, but there were some people on NBC that were saying that, oh, he's going to win this race. Like, he's he's got it. It's going to be a Ford car today, and the closest one was Brad and Kevin, obviously, but Joey still got a little bit more work to do with the tricky triangle. Some more of the heartbreaks though. I think we got to talk about William Byron here uh, because William Byron had this race won. William Byron should have won this race. Uh, and, and some people may not like it that I say that, but in all honesty, when really looking at speed and uh, just his entire race as a whole, William Byron had this thing and William Byron knew he needed to pit. He knew he needed to get that splash of fuel. And whenever he wanted to come in to get fuel, his crew kept him from it. Now to me, I think that, that Hendrick has a little bit of, uh, of discussing to do on Monday morning. And I don't know what is going to happen at this point, because 
you don't get to a point to where you're leading a race, you're dominating it, you got the speed. Kyle Busch has a transmission issue. He's the only other car that was really giving, uh, you know, William hell. And the race gets thrown away, and then Kyle, he ends up getting it done. It's just, uh, it's one of those things that really, it's confusing. It's just really confusing. And, and I'm kind of at a loss for words about it because Rudy, Rudy Fugel seems so uh, adamant on the radio. Hey, just do what we do what we tell you. Do what we tell you, William. Just, just conserve your fuel. So he's like, we're not going to make it. I need to come down to pit road. And then what do you know? He doesn't make it. And they, it ends up costing Hendrick a win. That would have been like their, what, I don't even know, like seventh win in a row. You just can't make those kind of mistakes. So I hate that for William Byron. I really do. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he lost because I, I got paid for Kyle winning. But at the same time, uh, it screwed up a lot with DFS. Uh, a lot of people have William Byron in their lineups, and because of the strategy and the way it worked out, if if William would have came in when he wanted to, I truly believe that he would have been right there, either battling for the win with Kyle or would have overtaken Kyle. Um, I don't honestly, though, with Kyle Busch with a couple of laps to go, it's it's a tough one. But he had the issue, so I think that William could have gotten the better of him. It just it didn't play out, and I think that Rudy's at fault for that. I think it is 100% Rudy's fault and that crew uh, for putting William in that position. Denny Hamlin just had an unfortunate day uh, where he was right there at the end and ran out of gas. He was just giving it hell. He's giving it his all. Um, I'm not concerned with – with him or his crew chief at all. They, Denny probably knew, like, let's just see what the fuck happens. And he was just ready to go. He just wants to win a damn race at this point. Um, uh, some other guys that were uh, kind of, I guess you would say, not really shocking, but uh, I think the most shocking thing was probably Stenhouse uh, breaking down the way he did. And then Chris Bell, like where the fuck has Chris Bell like gone to? Homie comes in, wins a road course race and week two of the NASCAR Cup Series season. And then he's just been silent ever since. And he sucks. He ended up finishing what P32 today. Like, I don't know what the hell. It's just growing pains. Like, he came out strong this year, and then everything's just kind of gone to shit since. So, uh, yeah. There's just a couple of thoughts. A couple of couple of drivers wanted to run through. It's kind of like run through the field a little bit. Um, in the Discord earlier today, some bets that were placed. I had somebody ask me if they thought it would be a smart idea to, to bet on over eight lead changes. It was a smart idea. There were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen lead changes today. And I think the uh, the biggest one uh, there was a uh, there was a bet 
there was a line out there for Bubba Wallace leading a lap in this race. I think it was like plus 600 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Whoever bet that, hell of a hit. Hell of a hit. Um, I think Bubba actually came through and led three laps in this race. So hell of a bet if you hit that at plus 600 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, the, the money line for the over eight, uh, lead, uh, leaders in this race was like even, so it's just kind of even money, but damn plus 600 Bubba Wallace leading a lap, uh, at Pocono. That's huge. So shout out to anybody that might've hit that, um, more into our bet with Kyle Bush. Uh, we had, I know, I don't really know what the odds were for Drew. Dale and I had Kyle at plus 550. We put two units down on that. So an 11 unit day for us and for whoever tailed us as well. Uh, So just huge shout out to Kyle Bush. Always love to see that. He's got two uh, Cup Series wins now this season. Great to see him have a bounce back after last year's absolute shit show. I think like Kevin and Denny like inherited all of that that Kyle had last year. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of, it's not really funny, but it's kind of funny because it's like all that negative energy had to go somewhere. And, uh, and it turned out it went to the two dominators of, of the year of our Lord 2020. So fun times in, uh, in NASCAR. Uh, but yeah, overall, I, I think that that race was incredible coming down to the wire the way it did. And, I can be biased because we won money, but shit, just watching, knowing that William had to pit was incredible because it was just Denny and Kyle and then just coming around and then seeing Kyle just work. Cause Kyle was the first one on the gas. Kyle was the first one that was turned loose and then Denny was turned loose. And then that's when William tried his damnedest, but just, just, there was no hope at that point. Uh, they, they got to figure something out there, but loved, loved, loved to see Kyle after battling the transmission issues, singing fly like an Eagle by the Steve Miller band. Like he was just so comfortable all day. Like shit was going wrong. He didn't give a fuck. He was like, whatever, like, Oh, can't get the car. It's, it's stuck in the fourth year. Cause you get the restarts. That's where it was rough on him. Like he had to really work that motherfucker to get it up. Uh, to, to be able to coast and, and drive the way it did. So huge props to him. That race went green and he didn't get fucked with another restart and he was able to get the damn job done. Uh, Kyle Busch is one of the greatest race car drivers of our generation. And a lot of people hate the guy. Uh, and a lot of people love the guy. I love the guy because he's so hated. And I also love any driver that makes me money and makes the garage fan money at the end of the day. So shout out to Joe Gibbs racing Kyle Bush for being a fucking wheelman and bringing home the bag to the garage fam. We appreciate you, Kyle. Uh, before we go, got some voicemails, uh, ready to see what has been said. I have not listened to these voicemails yet. They are fresh. I believe that there are two of them. So going to be listening to those uh, for the first time right now. And let's see what we got. We're going to open it up. New phone have not downloaded uh, 
have not downloaded the uh, the the Google Voice app yet, but nine two nine four three zero GGFS is where you can always find uh, our uh, our hotline. So you call that number, leave us a voicemail. We try to get these voicemails on the show. Uh, each recap that we do, uh, and that's just why we do what we do because we love it. So gonna go ahead and get this pulled up gonna oh it's giving me all kinds of weirdness thank you for your patience this is terrible uh terrible radio product terrible podcast product right now especially if you're watching on youtube you're probably bored you can just gotta go ahead and skip a little bit forward because i'm probably not going to edit this out so just skip a little bit forward and uh you'll get where you need to go all right here we go first voicemail let's let, let's see what was said hey fam it's troy i'm still hungover i'm in the process of moving i'm hot i'm crabby but kyle fucking bush kyle fucking bush kyle fucking bush Fucking go. That's all I got. Later. I love you, Troy. I love the fuck out of you, man. Kyle fucking Bush. It's funny that you say you're moving right now because literally uh, I, I put on my Instagram story the other night, like I'm not homeless anymore. So um, the Holdens, me and my wife, uh, we have finally, after four years of me uh, letting go of my career and going full time uh, to work, well, working odd jobs here and there, I completely got out of the job, the nine to five life. And after COVID hit in March, and I just said, fuck it, I'm going to trust the universe and find a way to make money. Uh, finally got an apartment. So we've been moving this week as well, Troy. So shout out to moving. It sucks, but it's necessary. And uh, yeah, Kyle fucking Bush, baby. I love it. Love it. I'm so glad when we get those calls from some of our longtime garage fan members that are riding these bets with us and we get to celebrate with you guys. It's the fucking best. Um, next voicemail we got. Uh, don't know who this one's from either. We're going to go ahead and open this one up. And let's see who this one was from. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. We're gonna, gonna check it out. Check it out. They do not make this easy, by the way. Um, it's kind of shitty, honestly. Let's see more. We're gonna, we're gonna, obviously, we need to change the name to this thing. They're, they're being dumb. So iPhone makes it to where, like, if you save a voicemail or something like that, it will, instead of just, like, playing it right there from your email, it just wants you to uh, to download it and then open it up in random apps on your phone. So literally when I tell you that I haven't listened to these anymore, I uh, was not lying. So now you know that. Uh, all right, let's see. Here's another one. Is this? Hope it's not the same one. Possibly. Hey, 
Okay, here we go. Hey, Garage Guys, man. Great racing this weekend, man. But I'll tell you what. This guy fucking Chastain taking out my man Seabell. I don't know what's good with that. And then my man Seabell got wrecked again. So I don't know what you guys think about that. But, man, what a hell of a save by him. And this guy Chastain, man. I don't know what to do with him. Take care. Yeah, so talked about Seabell. Uh, Chris Bell sucks. Uh, um, I I hope I didn't offend you too much. I'm uh, not sure who you are that called in, but thank you for calling. We appreciate you. Appreciate everybody that calls in. Again, 929-430-GGFS. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, he did get wrecked, but he's always just finding a way to, to not – do the greatest and that's really just stems from like my pre pre whatever hate that i've just randomly had for c bell don't really know why i don't like him i just don't i thought this was going to be a new year for c bell i thought i was going to turn a new leaf i started off the year putting money on him to win the daytona 500 and he was going it was run strong for a solid minute and then he found a way to not win so um, yeah, no particular reason why I don't like Chris Bell would love a reason to like Chris Bell have not found said reason to like Chris Bell. So if anybody wants me to like Chris Bell, I'm open to it. You just have to present me enough evidence with why I should, uh, Ross Chastain. We did cover that. Yeah. Homeboy is just way too aggressive and, I hated that he was in such a good chalky place for DraftKings and FanDuel today. Uh, and, but you know what? We, uh, we live and we learn and we know better now. So now instead of maybe being so quick to put Chastain up there in a play when he's starting towards the rear, we just have to remember, Hey, this dude could get wild and like flip a switch out of nowhere and then just try to start putting people into a wall and then in turn put himself in a wall. So we just have to remember those things. Chastain seems to be like a decent play, like when he's like between like 15 and 20. So maybe it's like he feels a little more comfortable being up front, but it's like when he has to start towards the rear, he's like, I don't deserve this. And that's, that's Ross Chastain. He literally is the definition of zero to a hundred real quick whole squad on that real shit. Shout out to Drake. Uh, but not sure what your name was, but thank you for calling and I appreciate you calling as well. So that's our two voicemails that we have for this episode. Thanks for your patience on that. As I have been lazy and not downloaded the Google voicemail app, I will do that. So the next Sunday, uh, after road America, maybe we can run the voicemails back. So yeah, Pocono. Explore the Pocono Mountains 350 is in the books. Pocono doubleheader is done. Tragedy on Saturday, redemption on Sunday. Uh, so overall, great weekend. But it's always a good weekend in the Garage Guys Discord. It's always a good weekend to be a garage guy. Uh, so that's all the time I got. I'm literally about to go uh, process this, edit it, and it should be live for you because you just listened to it. So it is live. So you did it. I'm proud of you guys. Uh, proud of, proud of everybody and go do something awesome this week. Like do something. I want you guys to do something random as shit 
like just a random act of kindness. I don't know why I'm saying this right now. I just feel it. Like it's just, it's, you know, I'm a gut boy. It's just kind of coming from the gut. Go do something nice for somebody this week, just randomly. Make them question, like, why are you doing this? Spread love. Biggie said it best. Spread love is the Brooklyn way, even though I'm not from Brooklyn. I fuck with Brooklyn. Um, so, yeah, do that this week. Why not? And then, uh, as always, tell somebody about us. Keep bringing uh, more people to the Garage Fam. The Discord's growing like crazy. Shout out to everybody that's putting the word out there for us and, and for our community and what we're what we have going on. Just uh, it's a really good time in life uh, for me personally. Really good time in life for uh, a lot of things. And and I think that every day is a good time in life if we choose to look at it like that. So uh, yeah, spread love, love over fear. Sports profit repeat. It's the garage guys. 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 It's the garage guys.